0: This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And um, for this show, we are going to continue. We started a series on sales. I've been getting feedback from folks that they wanted some help um, and some insight on the sales process. And so, fortunately, I didn't have to look far. didn't have to think too too long um, to bring someone on who would be uh, the t- sales whiz, and that is, uh, fortunately for me, my brother Kevin. So. He came on, and we did a show, uh, sort of an overview of sales, um, dispelling some different myths about sales, and we're going to pick up, actually, we, we weren't able to finish the last thing we were talking through. We're going to pick that up on the show, but we're during the predominance of this show, we're going to talk through, Kevin has a, it's a, again, I think a unique perspective, a way to look at it. He's got sort of a model that he follows, a sales model, and so we're going to talk through that sales model that'll kind of walk us through the whole entire process. And then future shows on sales, we're going to break those pieces of the model down essentially and talk through those. So that being said, Kevin, welcome back. Thanks for coming back.
2: Great to be back. Thanks for having me.
1: So again, uh, just uh, I mentioned this during the last show, but just a little brief introduction for Kevin. So he's got 18 years of combined sales experience between sales, service, management, um, and a bunch of different types of client-facing roles. Um, and I will tell you the unique thing about him and the reason why I wanted to bring him on is not to give you the normal drivel you hear about sales and do this and do that and um there's definitely some of that, but um I think he has a different perspective because he 's got the sales experience both on both on the retail and institutional side as well as um he's a he's a numbers nerd uh i i guess i could should admit kind of hey, like hey, myself hey. Hey, yeah yeah he 's got a degree in accounting so He's got the sales with the accounting, so he looks at things differently in a more analytical way than I think most sales folks do. Um, And he's helped coach people um, from, you know, uh, rookies all the way up to people who've been doing this for quite some time that he's able to pull them out of a a rut that they get into thinking about things um, too small scale and things like that. So. That being said, like I said, I always I don't bring just anyone on the show. So, and I don't want anyone to think, well, it's his brother, that's why he brought him on. Believe me, it's my little brother. So, if anything, I would never bring him on. So, you know, he's got to be good. To make, he's got to be good to make the slot. Um, that being said, I want I don't want to uh, I don't want me to dribble on too long. So, I wanted to get back into what we were talking about at the end of the last show, and that was again. I think this is something unique. Is you know your stance on that? Literally, everyone is inherently good at sales, but you just don't realize it. So, and you can we can let's rehash a little bit what you said at the end of the last show and and sort of bring it forward.
2: No, that's great, and and I appreciate you letting us discuss this a little more in depth because I was trying to rush through at the end of the last last show, and I think this is important. This was the biggest thing, the biggest point I wanted to make because I hear too much. You know, some of the other things that I mentioned that causes people the stigma in their head to believe they're not good at sales is that, well, I'm not an extrovert or I'm not an alpha or I'm not outgoing or, um, you know, I, I, it's an innate skill that I cannot do. And what you don't realize is, is that you, you literally sell every single day of your life. Almost so, every single day. I will say every day. Yes. Yeah, so, it's, well, it's,
1: so yeah, explain that. So people go, well, I don't sell. Like, I, I barely talk to people. I don't sell crap. So talk to me. Why, why do you say that? Why do you think that?
2: So, so there's three different ways I think this occurs. And one is it's something that a subject matter you're passionate about or something that you are a, 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 a subject expert. Or maybe it's something that it's a personal experience you had. And lastly, it's a, it's a branding thing. And branding's important. We kind of briefly hashed the first two, but let's talk about them again. Something you're passionate about, and, and I kind of rehashed this, and, and I'll summarize it so we can save some time, and, and I think the summary I gave was fairly accurate. You know, you're, you're a fitness guy. have been for a very long time. You believe in sports supplementation. Wait, wait, time out. You mean just,
1: fitness as in, like, fitness pizza in my mouth? You mean like that? Or you mean something different? Not you. Okay. Okay.
2: You. Okay, <laughs> okay. 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 Sorry. No, but in all honesty, if, if I, if I called you and I've done this before and said, Hey Ken, you know, I'm looking for a protein supplement. What kind would you recommend? I, I'm sure I'd get a million questions and that's the best thing with sales. When you ask someone a question and they answer it with a few more questions, you know, Hey, I want to help, but let me clarify what you mean. Well, when are you going to take it? Uh, what are you going to be eating it with? What's your goal? What are you trying to do? How much should you be taking? But the bottom line is you're going to ask me all those questions And I'm going to say, well, hey, what have you taken before? What type of protein? Was it soy? Was it whey? Uh, You're going to explain to me, yeah, I took those for this reason. And then technology change, innovation happened, which, by the way, these companies aren't standing still. They're continuing to change their process to, to maintain sales, which we'll get into later in the process. I digress. But the idea is you would walk me through. I've taken these different kinds for these different reasons. Currently I'm taking this, and this is why I'm taking this. This is how I'm taking this. This is how much I'm taking. Now what you don't realize is, I ask you the question because I want to take something, but you're selling me. Everything you tell me, you're selling me. So I'm thinking in my head, wow, you must be a subject matter. You, you're a subject expert. You're pretty passionate about this. I can kind of tell you got white spitballs building up in the corners of your mouth when you're talking to me. Hey, 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 that's, you're, mis,
1: you're, mis, that's Mr. Siege. That's Mr. Siege. That's not me.
2: <laughs> I've seen that with you. But I'm just saying, you, you get really passionate, and you can hear the inflection in your voice. You can hear and by the time we get off the phone, if you're taking Champion Nutrition whey protein, well, by golly, I'm getting ready to grab my keys. If you're on the internet, bodybuilding dot com, buy some Champion Nutrition whey protein. Uh,
1: side but note, you know, bodybuilding. Side note, side note, bodybuilding. dot com is not a sponsor of B two B Radio, at least not yet. So that that was a that was a free plug for them. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
2: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy. There's gonna be lots of free plugs because I like giving examples. But anyway. yeah. yeah. So that's number one. Number two is personal experience. So if, if you happen to be at work and your toilet's leaking, your faucet's leaking, and you say to the person, you go to lunch and your buddy goes, hey, man, what's wrong? You're talking on the phone all the time. Oh, man, my, my faucet's leaking. Really? Because I got a good plumber. Now, hold on. First of all, he didn't ask you. <laughs> but but you, you, <laughs> you gave him it to him anyway. Now, it might not even be someone that you used. Yeah, I had this guy remodeled my bathroom and I had this plumber come in. He was great. He moved this, did that. You know, he had to put a whole new faucet in. He redid the trap on the bottom. He without even being solicited. You just told he asked you what the problem was. You said, "Yeah, leaky faucet." And he launches into a full sales pitch on this wonderful plumber that he knows. Doesn't even know he's selling. Chances are you're going to call the guy. Why? Because this guy's your buddy. You trust him. You know he's pretty anal, pretty analytical. He doesn't like messes. So Based on your, your your impression of your friend, you now judge this contractor, whether it be a, or a specialized contractor, whether it be a plumber or, or you know in this case a plumber.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You've never met the guy, but you already have an impression of him.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. So we've got about a minute left before break here. Give us give us give give us one more example. So why people are don't think they are, but they're actually salespeople. And again, we got about forty five seconds.
2: I would say uh, branding is it, and, and I'll give you an example in the High Valley where I grew up. There were commercials, there's this crazy guy, tires. These were tires, Snyder Tire. And he would get on there and jump around and yell and scream into a microphone. And I thought all those commercials were silly. Yet, I remembered all those commercials and everyone remembered all those commercials. So when I thought that I needed tires or one of my buddies said they needed tires, I said, well, you should go to Snyder Tire. Though I had never been there. So you sell based off branding of companies, which is absolutely fabulous. You've got passive advertising through commercials you put out there. Your word of mouth can't get any better
1: than that, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Not. I've seen examples of that myself for sure, no doubt. So let's um, let's pick up uh, during the next uh, after the break in our next segment. We'll give the Mister Biz Tip of the Week, and then we're going to talk through this uh, Kevin's s- sort of overall sales model that he likes to. He, he paints a good picture here, so I think people will be interested in that. You can always follow us on Facebook uh, at Mister Biz Solutions, on Twitter I'm at Mister Biz Tweets, or LinkedIn it's Ken Mister Biz Wentworth.
0: Are you tired of the recruiting and hiring merry-go-round? There simply aren't enough trained diesel mechanics in Columbus. And guess what? It's only going to get worse. I'm Tim Spurlock, president of American Diesel Training Centers. In short, we find, vet, train, and place quality entry-level techs through an intensive 12-week hands-on experience. We've partnered with some of the best transportation companies in Columbus. We'd like to partner with you. Find out more at americandieselcbus.com. That's americandieselcbus.com.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available.
0: To submit questions to the show, email them to Mr. Biz at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome
1: back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, none other than Kevin Wentworth. Uh, I'll call him sales extraordinaire. I'll I'll give him that. Um, It's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and then we're going to get into Kevin's uh, sales model. So the Mr. Biz tip of the week this week is very simple, short, sweet, concise. Know your margins. Um and what I mean by that specifically at least are several different ones, but uh the most important two as far as I'm concerned are your gross profit margin and then very closely tied to that, your pricing. Uh making sure that you've got an accurate pricing model. Anyone who's heard me speak before is is probably tired of hearing me say that. It's probably like my kids when I give them instructions and they roll their eyes, it's probably a similar type of situation there. But um the I like that, I do want to mention that Yeah, exactly, like you do, exactly. That's what that's what little brothers do, right? Uh, So, again, you're listening to B2B Radio uh, brought to you by Capital Plus. Uh, Capital Plus helps businesses balance their cash flow and access working capital via accounts receivable management and a variety of financing options. You can check them out on the web at CPIFunding.com or you can call them at 855-522-3951. All right, so let's dig into this uh this sales model. I wanna uh, paint me a picture here. I know you've done this before, I wanna I, but I want for the listeners to be able to hear this. Paint paint this picture of this model you've got.
2: I, I would love to, but you know, I will say this, I'm gonna stray a little bit because I hear you giving these tips and I feel like we talk a whole lot about it a lot, but I haven't, I haven't given anybody any real tips yet. So I want to throw a couple tips out there before we get in the model. Fire it up. Good? Fire it up. All right, so the, wait, can very, we can um, we
1: call it? can we call these uh what do we call these the the bro biz tips or we call them the biz bro. Maybe I don't know. What, what do you got?
2: I, I, you hit me too quick. I, I don't <laughs> even know. Okay, the, These are the fast and furious too. All right, anyway. good,
1: good. Give me, give them to me.
2: Uh, these are actually very elementary, but, but I want to just reinforce this because we start with a very simple building blocks and I go in and kind of evaluate things. And I tell people all the time, being good at sales is a mindset. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a quick question here. And it's, it's about, we think we know what people mean when they say this. We're inferring what they mean, but they don't say it. And sometimes I think they don't think it. So let me give you a really weird example. Okay. You and I, Ken, talked about this with athletes, specifically NFL players.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and you get people that interview them and say, "What about this losing streak? What about this winning streak? What are you trying to do? What's your goal for the season?" And, and you this frustrates you. What, what some of the, what's the answer? Do you recall this conversation we had? What's the answer that they say that drives you insane?
1: Well, yeah, football players, it drives me nuts. I hate when I hear guys get interviewed and say, we want to get to the Super Bowl.
2: Precisely. You're, not, you're trying
1: app. to get to the Super Bowl. You're trying to win the stinking Super Bowl. Forget getting there. Don't be satisfied with almost getting to the top of the mountain. Get on the top of the mountain.
2: Exactly. I think that it's you're not trying to get a sale. You're trying to get multiple sales. I don't even tell people when you're in sales that you're trying to get a sale. I I switch the focus to you're trying to help people. But the bottom line is don't say I want to get better at sales or why I need to make sales calls. No, I need to make sales today. That's what I need to do. Obviously, the business doesn't do well without that. So I think it's a mindset, and it's simple. Visualize and say what you want for the day. It's really cheesy. Do it. You know, be prepared, be confident, and be you. Be genuine, sincere, be passionate. And remember, the product first is you. So, you know, be yourself, be in the right mindset. You know, they say that when preparation meets opportunity, it's luck. I think that's silly. When preparation meets opportunity, that's when the magic happens. That's not luck. Uh, You make the opportunity happen. And then the very last thing, the second thing I'll say is, you don't get what you don't ask for. Just ask for the business. Now, if you've done your job up front, and what I mean is, I dealt with a salon owner uh, that had a salon, and we looked through with someone very similar to yourself that was trying to streamline the business and realized they didn't have good product sales. So when I went in, everyone was very apprehensive to ask clients if they wanted to buy a product. And, and they wouldn't even ask an open-ended question like, which products do you need today? Something as simple as that.
1: Right, not, said, too, okay, put, not you, too pushy, right? But you're asking for a sale.
2: Right. And instead, I said, okay, let's take baby steps. Go ahead and ask a closed-ended question. Just ask, do you need any product today? The salon product sales, just by asking one question, went up over 60%. Nothing pushy, just asking the question. Mm -hmm. So you miss a 100% of the shots you don't take, ask for what you want. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now model time
1: yeah no I want to mention one thing I, I've used this, and I've used this as a mr. biz uh, tip of the week actually it's a Steve Jobs quote is if you don't ask the answer is always no and it's exactly what you're talking about so okay let's get into this model
2: model so you know I we're gonna go into each part of this model um, later in each of these shows mm-hmm. once again as we said in the very first show if you have comments questions feedback. Please provide them because they will shape the future shows potentially. And we'll be sure to incorporating that feedback into the shows that we do. So I'm really excited. But I found that people are visual learners. So what I've always tried to do is paint that picture. So I look at a sales model like a jet, like a jet plane. Okay. So there's there's mainly five areas. i kind of combined some, but there's five main areas. So if you look kind of at the rear of the plane, where the jet engines are, the afterburners are, I kind of put one of those engines as knowledge, right? So industry knowledge, your own company knowledge, and product knowledge. The second engine is competitor knowledge. So competitors, because your job in sales is not just to know yourself. It's to know obviously not only your company and your products, but the industry where it's headed, what's going on, in addition to all of your competitors, because you need to be able to sell against them
1: Mm
2: -hmm. without jet engines. Plane doesn't get off the ground. Yeah. The kind of the second area of the plane is the central part of the plane, which are the wings, and I'll call it the body in between the wings. The first wing I would say is time management. How are you spending your time? Who, where, what, when? Um, the middle body is relationship management. So more of customer service. Another quick tip: you can win business. More business you could ever imagine by providing world-class customer service. So do what you say you're gonna do, set expectations, follow up when you say you're going to, solve problems, incorporate feedback, ask for referrals, right? Mm-hmm. And the last one on the right wing is resource utilization. So help different help from different departments of the company, but I would say what you really think. A resource utilization, so I'm utilizing marketing, or I'm utilizing expense management, or I'm utilizing... No, it's not that. It's being that first call. So when you go into a client's house and you help them with a remodel, your goal is to have them call you again if they need anything. And you're going to help speed that that trust because they're going to call you and say, no matter what you need, I want you to call me. So let's just say you're a landscaper, but they need a roof. Well, if you work on the outside of someone's house, you should have a network of trusted people that you would recommend for roofing, for fencing, for painting, for because you want to build that network. You want the ability to earn that business. It gives you more credibility. And once again, people that want to do business, they like and trust. If you have that already built the like and trust and you recommend someone, they're three steps closer already without even speaking to them because you recommended them. Right. In addition, when you when no. you think you want to replicate your best clients, they want to replicate you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to the, the them doing the second engine you talked about earlier. So, all right, so we've got we've got the engines, we've got the wings, we've got the middle body here. We're going to pick back up and talk about the rest of the plane in this model that, that Kevin's going to paint. And, you know, I'm going to ask Kevin uh, to write us a little article and draw us a little picture about this in the future. But uh, it gave me an idea while you were talking through that. It would be uh, a great graphic to show. So we're going to pick that up in the third segment and continue talking through this model and um, uh, give, give a few more tips and talk, talk there. So uh, you can, website MrBizSolutions.com, Facebook MrBizSolutions, on Twitter at MrBizTweets, or on LinkedIn at Ken MrBizWentworth. We'll see you after the break. Do
2: you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website, or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. R-B-I-Z rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot?
0: At Mr. Biz tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: Welcome back to BB Ray with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest Kevin Wentworth, uh, sales extraordinaire. Um, I wanted to mention to folks real quick. um, Anyone who's interested in, uh, I know we we were running a spot, uh, two spots actually during the show. Um, If you're interested in running having your own commercial run uh, during the show, and again. If you are a B2B business, um, essentially everyone who hears this is going to be a business owner. I mean, those are the folks that are subscribing to uh, Mr. Biz Solutions. So it's a very, very targeted uh, audience. And if that is your audience and something that you can do on a national basis, because again, we've got subscribers everywhere, um, definitely something that you should probably take a look at is um, we're looking for at this point, um, until we fill this up, which it could happen any day. So um, don't hesitate is, you know, radio spots um, during the show and we can, you know, help you and produce your own uh commercial um uh, to run during the show. Um you can be a studio sponsor. So we have a show sponsor and that is Capital Plus. Thank you. Um we're going to looking for a studio sponsor as well as a phone lawn sponsor. And um there's also uh advertising on the website if you're interested in that. So uh that being said, so you can email um uh info at MrBizSolutions.com to uh find out more information about that. Alright, so let's get back into this model. We've got the last segment. I want to make sure we've got about uh, seven and a half minutes left. I want to make sure we get through the rest of this plane and any other things we want to uh, cover on this show. So talk to me. we we're, we got the, the two engines. We've got uh, left wing, right wing. We've got the body of the, the plane. Now where are we going?
2: All right, so we, now we go up to the nose of the plane, right? So So... I like to think kind of where this is where it all comes together, kind of where all the computer, where all the brains of the plane are housed, right? Is at the front of the plane? And, and then this is where the sales and marketing piece of the model is. So in my, in my humble opinion, you can't get to the sales and marketing until you know everything else, right? So when you got the two engines, which are knowledge about industry company product and the research, you've got to know your competitors, you get into the wings, time management, relationship management, resource utilization, back to the tip of the plane, think about it. If you take any one of those components away, jet doesn't fly. Right. Now, you could argue with me and say it could fly on one engine. I'm just going to say it's not going to fly. Okay, so I know you. and You're probably <laughs> going to go there. So don't.
1: <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth.
2: But, yeah, I know. I figured you'd try to throw the monkey wrench in there. No, in all seriousness, <laughs> but the idea is, You are the most important component of the jet that we haven't talked about. You are the fuel. You are the pilot. You control all of the above. If you don't have all of the components, you you can't get anywhere. So without building that foundation, right, without building the rear of the plane that propels it with the research and knowledge, getting into then once you have the research and knowledge, what do you do with it? Who am I going to talk to about it, and how am I going to determine that? So with the time that you've got, And who else is going to help me do it through the resources? And then lastly, how am I going to do it? What am I going to say now? So I know I know the resources. I'm sorry, I know the research and I know everything. And I know now who I'm going to spend time and how I'm going to spend time with and who's going to help me. But now what am I going to say? What's the plan? So it's a very simple model, I think, to move forward, to be able to, you know, building blocks one after the next and understanding that if any of those are weak, you're not going to get to where you want to go, at least any time fast.
1: Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think that's a good picture. And in all seriousness, I I think it would be a good idea. I mean, you could essentially write an article on what you just said and literally, you know, with the article, depict the drawing of a plane and, you know, put those different pieces, parts in there. I think that, you know, a lot of people are visual learners, and I think that, you know, um, people would definitely relate to that and, you know, kind of see it all in, in uh, in one pictograph, so to speak, and be able to... Uh, makes some sense of that, so yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. You need all those different components to make sure the whole thing, the whole thing is going to fly. Otherwise, it doesn't fly if any of those components are missing.
2: You know, just a just a colorful thought and picture in your head as well. I can't say that I thought of this completely independently. I happened to be sitting down, racking my brain, trying to think of a something visual for a model, and Top Gun was on. So, for everyone out there that likes Top Gun. There you have it. Oh, got to that plane as a model.
1: Good Lord. You did not just make a Top Gun reference. Oh, my gosh.
2: And I can't wait for the second one. Anyway. Oh, my
1: gosh. This has been a bane of my existence on this show. Uh, a former guest who is a huge fan of Top Gun used to, well, has, not used to, and he'll be on again, so I'm sure I'll hear about it then. I have never, here I am going to admit it, I've never seen Top Gun. And the reason why I've never seen Top Gun is that my vision of Top Gun is a bunch of sweaty guys playing volleyball with their shirts off. And that doesn't appeal to me. It's not something I want to see. So that is the reason why I have not seen Top Gun. And I, I've i been called un-American. I've been called un-American for not having seen Top Gun. I don't appreciate that, by the way. Um,
2: well, if we want on the radio, I'd call you something else. Hey, hey, hey! Now about.
1: watch it. I'll—I'll don't, don't hit the dump button on you. He'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll, he'll squash that right out. <clears throat> All right, so we've got—we've uh, got about four minutes left um, before we run out of time here. So I want to make sure we get through—you um, know—sort of the rest of what we are going to cover. So again, this is the second show in a series we're doing on sales and how to improve sales and different pieces parts of the sales process. So um, during the first one, we talked about some myths and some challenges. Um, this one we've talked, uh, we've picked up a little bit on that and finished that sort of topic off. We've talked through Kevin's model, the jet airplane, and we're going to break that, break down those pieces, parts over the next several shows of things like the productivity challenges that go along with being a salesperson and trying to get, get sales, uh, uh, challenges with prospecting and how do you do that and how do you get quality leads and how do you not waste time on crappy ones and things like that, um, negotiating challenges, um, and obviously you could probably do about five shows on that. that that's definitely one of those things, and that's one of those things for sure that most people are uncomfortable with um and so I think that one's gonna be a really important show for folks to listen to um closes closing challenges um right along the lines with uh you know negotiating and closing and then once you make the sale um managing that account the relationship management type of thing, and making sure you don't lose it because. As difficult, as difficult as it is to get sales and to get a new customer or a new client, it, you don't want to lose that because then you're going to start all over again. and You've got to put all that work in again to acquire another one. And so you want to make sure that you're treating those people. You know, I always say, use the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated, and you'll keep those those uh, those customers and those clients. And then finally, we're going to dig into um, in a, 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 probably the last show or the second to last show, at least in the series, we're going to talk about expanding your relationship as far as You know, deepening that relationship you have with your customers, clients, and doing some cross-selling. And so, um, again, this will be a whole series of of shows, but this is the second one, and uh, we got about two minutes left. I know, Kevin, there was a couple other things you wanted to mention. Um,
2: Yeah, no, I I think that the outline is great. I think that you know, there. Once again, I'll I'll tell the listeners we we may change kind of the, the order in which they're presented just from the feedback and the questions and the comments. That we get, which I'm very much looking forward to. Those, so please do forward those in through Ken.
0: Yeah, and, um, and you can
2: would, se-
1: you can send those to uh, to Mister Biz at Mister Biz Solutions uh, or tweet me at Mister Biz Tweets.
2: So whether you think it's relevant, irrelevant, whether we covered it, haven't covered it, if you've got a question, send it in. Uh, we like I said, I'd love to incorporate it into the outlines. But I think at the beginning you know, the next show, we could probably wipe out the engines pretty quick, um, meaning <laughs> the the industry company product knowledge and the competitive research, I think those are very more personal things that if I worked with someone that I would really dive into. I can give some good anecdotal examples, uh, but I think we can, you know, I can summarize those and we can jump right into kind of the central part of the plane, which there's no specific order, you know, based on your comments, based on what... What old Mr. Biz thinks, we can we can kind of align that and, and kind of go from there on the next show.
1: Yeah, I mean, as always, it's a great point. I mean, as always, these shows are, are, are for, for the benefit of the listeners, and that, that's the whole thing we want to provide. Um, good content, good insight for folks, and, and, and some good learning opportunities. And so the more feedback we get, the better we can, as, as Kevin said, kind of hone in on what's, what are really the pain points and the challenges that folks are facing, and we can address those to hopefully provide uh, even more, you know, benefit for, for, for all the listeners. So Kevin, thanks again for coming on. Um, we'll definitely have you back and, and continue this series. Um, you can follow us uh, on Facebook at MrBizSolutions, Twitter at MrBizTweets, LinkedIn, Ken, Mr. Biz, Wentworth, and thanks again to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. So have a great week, and don't forget, you know what I'm going to say, cash flow is king.
0: This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.